Blog Talk Radio. Greetings. Thank you for joining me on Blog Talk Radio. This is Sherry Jefferson. Today's episode is entitled Prostitution, Seven Georgia Judges Who Should Not Seek Re-Election. One may ask why have a guy decided to do this show? Well, for the obvious reasons. In honor of Women's History Month, I believe that human trafficking and the victimization and the criminalization of women and children who are forced to engage in human trafficking is a significant subject matter. With that being said, judges that are involved in the solicitation of the benefits of prostitution, underage drinking, and or drugs should not be allowed to seek re-election. These judges should not be above the law. The integrity of the profession and the tradition of the judiciary must be honorable, respectful, and worthy of the authorities that it holds. So this week in the state of Georgia are what we call qualifications week, and most jurisdictions also have the same. Some may use different names. Qualifications is the opportunity for you to submit either your notice of intent along with your application to seek a particular candidate position or your candidate express an interest in your candidacy. And this week, from March 7th through the 11th in the state of Georgia and in various counties throughout the state, there will be many people, including judges, who will use this as an opportunity to make application. The purpose of my show is for edification purposes only to give those who are voting for judges an opportunity to examine whether those judges should in fact appear. I have raised this concern over the course of the last 24 months, wherein there have been seven judges in particular who have been of great, but I thought that maybe, just maybe, these judges realizing who and what they are, Johns, rapists, that they would decide to just step down and that I would not have to be called upon in any shape, form, or fashion to have a show of this magnitude. There is something to be said when judges use their power or influence to silence advocacy of people who oppose child sexual exploitation and prostitution. Many of you have known who have followed my shows over the course of the last eight years about the victimization that I have experienced at the hands of most judges throughout the state of Georgia, and I've come to realize why that has transpired. I used to think it had something to do with my being vocal about their involvement in corruption, illegal land deals federal violations of the Black Farmers Fund and Pigfoot Fund, where many of them knew and were participants and individuals receiving monies who were not qualified to receive it, and other illegalities involving predatory lending, shoddy home building, protecting county commissioners and the like. But I've come to realize that it has a lot more to do with my being an advocate and working in opposition to those who engage in child sexual exploitation. And so, I want to use this as an opportunity to edify, to improve how federal, state, and local agencies are using their powers to protect these judges and individuals associated with these judges. So let me tell you how this is going to work. Today I'm going to give you judges from different counties or circuits as we call them, and I'll follow up doing the same. By the time I choose to conclude this entire episode, you will know who the actual judges are. Today, the first judge is from the Augusta Judicial Circuit. The Augusta Judicial Circuit. The state of Georgia has 159 counties. These counties are divided up into judicial circuits, meaning different counties 
and they divide them by the number of counties within a circuit. For example, if you live in New York City, you have Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, Staten Island. They define, quote, unquote, New York City or the, borough, the five boroughs. That in and of itself, the Bronx has its own judicial circuit, Bronx County Circuit, but then you have the New York Circuit, Manhattan County as its own. You have Westchester County. You've got the Hudson County. New Jersey, pretty much the same. In Georgia, we just simply divided 159 counties, wherein six or seven of them might represent a specific judiciary or judicial circuit, excuse me. So in this regard, the first judge is in the Augusta Judicial Circuit. And I think that is important for federal, state, and local agencies to be aware of. I refuse to be silent. I refuse to compromise. And I refuse to know that these judges are engaged in child sexual exploitation and or the solicitation of prostitutes. Many who may be 18 or over, you are still engaged in a crime. So whether you are defined as the John who's the rapist or the John who solicits girls that are 18 and over, it is still in violation of the law. And many of these girls are unable to leave the life of victimization so that they can lead a life of victory and enjoy some of the things that most girls who are quote-unquote free are capable of doing. There are as many pimps who recognize that the majority of the Johns in states like Georgia are quote-unquote, men of power. You'll be surprised, Jefferson, how many in your own backyard, your profession, are involved in the solicitation of prostitution and solicitation and engagement of child sexual exploitation that goes beyond their computers and pornography. And so one of the main reasons why in states like Georgia it has taken almost 15 years for us finally to declare and decree in 2015 that girls under the age of 18 who are quote-unquote engaged in a life of prostitution are in fact victims. And yet we assert that we've been on the front line and we're leading the nation. That's a lie. I will give credit to our governor, Nathan Deal, and the criminal justice reform. He has tried to lead the nation. He has not been successful, respectfully, in garnering the support, even from his own state attorney general's office and others, in a, to bring about the type of change or reform that the state of Georgia truly needs. So right now, it's soundbite. But he is attempting to position himself and judges, who he's appointing, in an effort to make sure that there will be a legacy of not just conservative judges, but of reform. And I still believe, despite where people who hear me on radio say, particularly when I was on WCLK, and they said, well, you shouldn't be in agreement with what the Republicans are doing. But I am in agreement with what he's trying to do. And he can't be responsible and accountable for every person who opposes his position. But as it relates to the issue of human trafficking, he is entering an eighth year soon as our governor. 
and there has not been as much activity on this issue until he took office. The Democrats didn't do anything about it. No, they did not. The Black Caucus was very active in trying to promote into position, Nadine Thomas being one of them. The city of Atlanta mayor, Kasim Reed, who at the time was a legislator, being another, and several. And the doors closed upon them. So that by the time it became a Republican-led assembly under Purdue, nothing happened that really brought about changes. And now, 15 years since PVPA has been enacted by the feds, we're just starting to see some of the trinkets or the benefits of those legislations in the Georgia General Assembly. And so when judges feel like they can do what the law says you're not supposed to, I take issue with that. And in honor of Women's History Month, I think it is important for us to know who these child rapists are and these predators are, because these are the real predators. We say that drug traffickers are predators. Human traffickers are predators. And the way that we're choosing to deal with human traffickers differs from the way that we dealt with drug trafficking. With drug trafficking, we immediately penalized the addicts. We punished them. With human trafficking, we don't want to do anything with the Johns. Why? Because the majority of them are white males? The majority